Hey everybody, welcome to the fourth installment of a special series of the podcast I'm calling Peace in Times of Uncertainty. For these episodes, I've invited some of my favorite past guests to join me for conversations about these unprecedented times we're living through, and to share their strategies and techniques for navigating them. In this episode, I chat with another one of my all-time favorite guests, Laura Heacock. She's the author of Practical Kindness, 52 Ways to Bring More Compassion, Courage, and Kindness into the World. Last time she was on the show, she instantly became one of my favorite guests. I love her mission to spread more kindness, and I truly believe it's the most important thing we can practice in our lives. I hope these episodes are impactful and that they remind you that we're all in this together. Please enjoy my conversation with Laura Heacock. Hi, I'm Sean. I've always been curious about the answers to life's big questions. I thought it would be cool to seek some of those answers through conversations with others on a similar path. My intention with these conversations is to inspire you to think bigger, to challenge what you believe to be possible. I'd like to invite you to think outside the lines. been it's been a year i think since we chatted last and almost i think a lot has happened in that year if i'm not mistaken a lot has happened i mean really in the last week minute hour but yes definitely the last year (laughs) Uh, yeah seriously i was like 2020 feels like it's been a decade it's only march i agree Um, so obviously i got some incredible feedback on your last episode and i'm really really excited to welcome you back today so thank you so much for doing this I could not be happier to be here. Thank you. Um, awesome. I, I'm doing this series of episodes for a few reasons. Um, I want to channel the energy that we're all feeling around this virus and obviously, you know, the effect it's having on the world into something productive. Um, I want to remind people that, you know, we're sharing one one common human experience and, and to align around that in the most positive way possible. Uh, and then I also just want to share tips and advice for people that might be struggling to cope. And so... I think, you know, like I said, you were one of the first people that popped into my mind, and um, I'm really excited to to kind of get your perspective on everything that's going on right now. So how are you doing, first of all? So I will say in this moment, um, I am doing well. I, I stole a strategy from uh, an author named Jerry Kalana, who does a check-in called Red, Red, Yellow, Green with his teams before every meeting. And it's just a very simple human check-in that, you know, Red is like, I'm really not here. Stuff is really heavy for me. Yellow is, I'm kind of one foot in, one foot out. And green is, I'm fully in, I'm right here, I'm ready to engage. And I am definitely maybe green with a tinge of yellow, but there have been some orange, if not red moments too. So I love that. And my first, the first thing that popped in my mind is I think a lot of people right now are working from home on conference calls with their teams. And mm-hmm. I know that you do a lot of work with companies, you know, in, in this realm. Mm-hmm. What, how, how are we able to balance the fact that we're trying to get work accomplished with mm-hmm. like the, the human side of this, right? Because I think at work, oftentimes people don't necessarily engage the human element. It typically is like all business, but for someone that may want to like implement something like that on a conference call with a larger team, like how do you recommend going about that if it's never been done before? Yeah, I think now is like the perfect time to implement something like that. So if you've never been the type of leader or even just a meeting organizer, organizer, you know, if you're a project manager and you're running a meeting, this is something that you can implement. I personally don't feel right starting anything right now, whether it's a one-on-one session or a a class or even a talk. I did a a webinar yesterday without doing a human level check-in because the world has changed so dramatically. So it's, 
It's very simple. I mean, you can take 60 seconds to explain the red, yellow, green concept to your people. You can start the check-in yourself and offer them, you know, I'm kind of yellow today. I'm noticing I hear my kids in the background, but this is also really important. And I think there's a lot of value to having some routine and some business as usual. So you can do that minute long explanation and then go around and let your entire team do a quick red, yellow, green. And it takes maybe a minute or two per person. It does not eat up a lot of meeting time. And I think it builds so much trust with people when they need it most. Yeah, I love that. It's really good advice. So right now, all over the world, um, like I said a minute ago, a lot of people are stranded at home and they're kind of trying to make sense of all the chaos. Um, Personally, I've had to avoid the news as much as possible because it's Mm -hmm. so anxiety inducing. Um, What steps are you personally taking to stay healthy with your mind and body? So definitely that one, Um, (laughs) that orange slash almost in the red moment that I mentioned happened last Sunday. Um, And we watched some news, my husband and I, and I just hit the point where it was too much and I didn't necessarily realize it while it was happening, but I can really feel it in my body. So I notice there's chest tightness. Um, I notice my breathing is really shallow and I just, I spun out into a complete, you know, financial collapse panic, essentially, you know, not even worried about the the sickness or the illness or anything like that. You know, I'm relatively young, relatively healthy, but just the financial collapse crisis. Um, and I just spun. So I, I stood up and I said to myself, or I said to my husband, I said, I've hit my news capacity for the day. I need to take a walk. And he said, I'll go with you. And I was kind of like, meh, whatever. (laughs) But when I I tell you we were out for two miles and I don't think we said more than 10 words and I was busting my butt, like I was moving, we were getting out there. I could feel it in my body. I was like, I need to sweat. I need to move. I need to just move this energy through me. And then after that, full transparency, I came home and I probably watched eight hours of HGTV. So that was what I needed to offset that. So now, yeah, not kidding. Um, I'm laughing because that's exactly what I'm doing. I, I, like, so <laughs> yeah. I am a news junkie, like by nature. I just, especially okay. with like the current political climate, I just like yeah. since 2016, I have not missed an episode of Maddow. Like, I'm just going to be honest okay. about that. Yeah. And um, I am finding myself avoiding her show right now because it's yeah. like the I don't know. Last week, it was like it felt like I was watching a real life horror movie, mm-hmm. and and it's not even political in nature at this point. For the most part, it's just like her her speaking to what's going on, you know, right. state by state. And it's terrifying. And I, I'm somebody that typically likes, now that I'm working from home especially, I'm, I like to have the news on in the background throughout the day and kind of just like, you know, watch, see what's going on in the world, whatever. And it's too much. And I found myself yeah. absorbing all of that energy. Mm-hmm. And to your point, I was feeling like the chest tightness and like yeah. almost like panic attacks. And like I'm mm-hmm. highly sensitive to begin with. And so I just made a decision in that moment that like, Sean, if you want to like spend maybe like a half hour to an hour every day catching up on what's going on, cool at the end of the day, but you are not going to sit and marinate in this all day. And I have felt so much better ever since I made that decision. I agree. And I mean, my job and, you know, I'm lucky, like a lot of my clients are virtual and the ones that are not have been beautiful and we've been converting to zoom meetings and things like that. But my literal job is to help people process this for themselves right now. And I can't hold that. And I can't carry that if I don't have my stuff together, like if I'm feeling the way that I was Sunday, I can't be effective as a coach for my clients right now. So I have to, I mean, I need to do it for myself and I want to do it for myself. And I genuinely need to do it for my clients because all I'm doing is talking to people that are trying to figure out how do I manage this team? How do I work from home? Holy crap. There's my kids. My boss is still expecting this. We're all in transition. You know what I mean? That's really, I've got to keep that up. And I found that I can process written news better than I can watching it on TV. So that's something I'm starting to notice too. But even that it's got to be limited. Like 
I don't want to be ignorant, but I'm not going to change my behavior. I'm still going to stay home. I'm not going to go out. I'm going to shelter in place. I'm going to do all the right things. So me seeing that constantly, it only has a negative impact on me. Yeah, I was actually talking. So we both know Kate Swoboda. Yeah. Um, she's amazing. And she actually, I interviewed her yesterday. And Yay. she um, was talking about this very thing about how like the written news is just easier for her to absorb. Mm. Um, she has like a news aggregator that she kind of goes through and that's how she gets her news. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's something really interesting to that because I like, I also love Twitter. Um, and I think like Twitter, especially during this time has become so incredibly toxic. It's, mm-hmm. it's very similar in the sense that like I open my Twitter and I, uh, 30 seconds in, I'm like starting to feel that panic attack anxiety yeah. stuff. And I'm like, my God, like, no, like I can't be on this app anymore. And it's one of my favorite yep. apps. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, time for new habits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to apologize to people listening because there is construction and trash people and all kinds of stuff <laughs> happening outside of my... Bless them for still doing the necessary No, for services. sure, for yeah. sure. So I'm going on mute as you speak. That way the, it's, not as, it's not as abrasive to everybody else. Um, but I wonder if you have any other tips for self-care during this time. Yeah, so I have taken that lesson. And I was doing this a little bit before Sunday, but um, I've coined a term and I should have trademarked it, but I didn't. But I've called them sanity walks. And honestly, when it is sunny out, my my person is outside in the street and I live in an area I can maintain a safe distance. And I've really noticed a couple other people I've seen out taking walks, you know, we cross over. So we're on opposite sides of the street on, on different sidewalks. And there's people are being really wonderful and observant of all of the protocols right now in the area that I live. So I have started taking daily sanity walks and the couple of days that it's been rainy this week, I'll do some YouTube yoga, you know, something that I can pull up to, you know, I have to move my body. And I've jokingly said, like, I am, Movement and exercise is always my edge when it comes to self-care, like that physical component of it. I'm a great meditator. I've, you know, I think my Insight Timer app tells me I'm on a 28-day streak, which that's critically important for me right now. Um, But movement has always been an edge for me. It's never been something I've been consistent about. And I've jokingly said to friends, you know, I think it's taken a pandemic, but I'm actually finally taking physical movement and that part of my healthcare seriously. So I am just, my practices that keep my foundation solid are no longer negotiable. So my morning meditations have gotten longer. Um, I'm walking, you know, more times my little iPhone health app is like, you're walking so many more steps this month than you did a year ago. And I'm like, I know, health health app, thank you so much. So the morning meditation, non-negotiable, a sanity walk, you know, some kind of YouTube online yoga if I need to, you know, connection is such a big part of it. Um, my husband works in healthcare IT, so he is still physically going into an office. But I've just noticed this week in particular, we've only turned the TV on once. I mean, he's working longer hours. He's getting you know 18 physicians set up to do telehealth, but we're, we're talking more at night. So we're actually having more connection time. I'm scheduling more video chats with friends. I'm you know connecting with people on social media differently. Um, I'm doing more Instagram stories just randomly. I don't know why. It's just something I feel called to do. So all of those things have just become non-negotiable for me in order to, you know, make it through this and, and adjust to everything that changes every five minutes. Yeah. And bless your husband for the work that he's doing too. That's, that's amazing. Anybody that's stepping up during this time to help wherever they can, I think is remarkable. Um, a lot of what you just said resonated because I am in a similar position. I mean, I'm, I'm healthy in the sense that, you know, I, I work out regularly, but mm-hmm. this, this has caused me to step into routines in that realm that I wasn't, yeah. you know, in before and everything you just said I'm doing as well. So first of all, like 
the the getting out and walking like I cannot encourage that enough like getting mm-hmm. sunshine every day is yeah. still super critical um, especially if you're in a place to do it and I don't I don't really know who wouldn't be in a place to do it because to be quite frank with you I live in literally the heart of Hollywood and there are ways to keep distance when you walk there is mm-hmm. you know like I have found ways to still make this happen yep um, you mentioned like your your YouTube yoga. Um, I think I've talked about this on every episode so far, but Peloton, it's a brand I'm sure you're familiar mm-hmm. with. They have like the bike and the, you know, the stuff. Um, they actually have an app that you can download. It's a free 90 day trial and they have all kinds of classes. So they have like hit classes, they have yoga classes, they have meditation classes that I've been nice. taking every day. Um, and you can cast them to, you know, your smart TV and you feel like you're kind of there with everybody. Um, I have been doing one meditation class on there every day and one like hit or, you know, cardio class every day. And that has also helped me through this. And so, you know, to your point, I think talking with friends and FaceTiming and not just like having, mm-hmm. you know, the, the call, but actually like seeing their face because I live by myself. And so like, I'm not really having that human interaction right now. Yeah. And um, those calls are like incredibly valuable to me. And so if you are in a position to be doing, you know, able to be doing any of those things, um, I can attest to the fact that, they absolutely work. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I was thinking about, you know, the other day, like just having such empathy for people that live alone and don't have pets. And I know you have dogs and, and those are great, but they're also not people. And just having those connections, you know, even if it is just a text to somebody, you know, how you doing? Check totally. on the people that you don't hear from, you know, check on my parents just moved in December to a senior living community and they've been on lockdown for like three weeks now. And, you know, they're still allowed out to get like groceries and meds, but nobody's allowed to come in and just checking in and seeing how are you doing? What are they doing? What are those communities doing to support their people? Um, and as a business owner, I'm really trying to give back. You know, I did a free webinar yesterday for companies in the area on how to handle stress when uh, things are uncertain, but you still have to get work done. So doing things like that for people that don't know what to do. I mean, I don't have children, so I don't have that extra added element, but I know so many people do. And so many people are trying to figure out again, how do I show up on the conference call or the zoom meeting? Plus my kids are doing zoom learning. Plus who's got to call when, and when do we have to watch the kids and Oh, we have to feed them too. And yeah. you know, all of these things, like there's a lot to balance. And I think we all need to give each other a little bit of grace, but I want to try and give back and also help where I can. Yeah. And that's a perfect segue to kind of what I want to discuss next, because I know that you've done a lot of work around the concept of kindness mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of your thing, right? Um, and I'm curious to get your perspective on how we can practice more of that in this moment. Yeah. So I'll just share a couple of things that I've been doing um, and if that inspires anyone. So again, doing that free webinar, a contact that I know called me last Friday. She said, we're offering, uh, she works for an outsourced HR company and she said, we're offering webinars to our members next week. We're doing it free for them. I can't pay you, but would you be willing to do it? And I said, of course, you know, and we talked about it and, and it went off yesterday and it was beautiful and it was wonderful. And I feel like we actually helped some people get through and, and offer them a little support. Um, I also, since we talked last, I launched a podcast with an amazing co-host and it's called Doing Good Business. And we talk about just that people and companies that are doing business differently. So companies that are not just about profits, they're also about the environment and the people and the culture And we are trying to really keep an eye out and look for companies that are doing things well, big and small. I live in the Philadelphia area. One of our past guests was a woman named Mary Alice Duff. And she owns a company that is a fashion company called Alice Alexander. And she launched a fundraiser, I think it was last week, to purchase fabric that is actually um, like medically graded to be helpful for masks. And she has converted her operations to 
making masks in the Philadelphia area. And that does two things. It keeps her sewers in business. And it obviously provides a major need that we all need right now, which is more masks and more personal protective equipment. So just, you know, while avoiding the the news that's really hard to handle, I'm looking for the good and I'm looking for the people like that. You know, Dyson is going to start making ventilators for the UK. I saw, you know, some other scientists figured out how to take one ventilator and allow it to serve nine people. Um, obviously, all of the medical people, you know, gosh, the trash and construction people that you just mentioned, you know, hat tip Mr. Rogers, like looking for the helpers and really letting that fuel me right now to be able to keep going and to be a helper. You know, how can I be a helper? How can I be of service both for my clients and just for people in general? And maybe that's why I'm called to doing more Instagram stories and just throwing stuff out there. But really just looking for those things has been a major positive impact for me to see that, okay, things are sideways and there's still so much good in the world. It just might not be on the regular news channels. Yeah, I agree with that completely. And I think that, um, I mean, listen, anybody that's actually going to a job right now, like I'm so blessed that I have the luxury of, you know, working from home and being able to, you know, take care of myself in that way um, and take care of others in that way. I just, the people that are out there like right now, especially like in restaurants, you know, Mm -hmm. and the people that, you know, like to your point, like the the people that are doing the construction and the trash people and like, Mm -hmm. uh, it's just I'm so in awe of these people. And like, I went to the grocery store the other day and I was just like, thank you so much yeah. for, you know, what you guys are doing. Like, I never thought this was such a valuable service, but my God, it actually absolutely is. And it was cool because the guy that helped me was literally just like, I, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. He's like, I Aww. just, I love this so much. And he was like an older guy and, Aww. you know, it just, it, it broke my heart, but it like healed my heart at the same time because mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, thank God for these people because I'm sitting here, you know, it's scary and I'm healthy and I feel, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like, I don't know, it's a scary time. And even going to the grocery store was like a scary experience for me, you know, and yep. just the fact that these people are there all the time. I don't know. I just, to your point, there's, there's so many good people and look for the helpers yeah. and, you know. I've noticed that too. I mean, even just, you know, I notice myself getting anxious when I go to the grocery store and I don't, it's almost subconscious. And I realize it after I get home, I'm like, oh my gosh, but you're right. I mean, those are the people that are actually, and I keep seeing all these, you know, the memes and things on Instagram, but it's really, you know, in large part, the people that our society sort of tends to dismiss as a general rule that we are so, or at least I hope I'll speak for you and I, but I hope that we are all so incredibly grateful for, um, you know, we've been trying to do takeout from a local, you know, a non-chain restaurant once a week to support where we can, you know, buy a gift certificate for a local business if you can, you know, like buy a a gift certificate for the place that you normally get your haircut because they can't be open right now, but you know, you'll use it when they reopen, you know, again, if you can, and I understand that finances are a very tenuous subject for people, um, but just doing what you can, you know what I mean? It doesn't even have to cost money. I have an 80 something year old neighbor across the street and guess what? If I'm going to the grocery store, I'm calling her first and I'm going to ask her if she needs something. Yeah. I think in this getting back to, for a second to like some of the anxiety that you spoke to, like going to yeah. the grocery store or whatever and not feeling that till you got home. Like that was actually kind of my situation too. And I think, I don't know, are there lines where you are like to get in the grocery store? Uh, so I, I was last at the store uh, last Thursday, so a little over a week ago, my husband has stopped just to pick a couple of things out. I'm like, look, you're already out in the world. You can stop on your way home. I'll stay here <laughs> safe in my quarantine. Yeah. But he has said our local grocery store, um, they're only opening every other cash register to keep people distance. And he said, at least as of a couple of days ago, they had tape on the floor for where people need to queue up in the line to show, you know, six feet apart. So you can't stand 
any closer to anyone else. And they do have plexiglass up in front of the cashiers as sort of a barrier between them and the, the customers. So it's very interesting. I have not seen any of that, but that has all evolved in the last week or so. Um, when I was last at the food store, the only restriction was you could only buy two of any one particular item. Um, but now I've heard stores are even limiting the number of people that come in at any given time. Yes. So I think that from my perspective, at least is where the anxiety comes from. So like my experience at the mm-hmm. grocery store, like I just wanted to go to Trader Joe's a few mm-hmm. days ago. And I thought, okay, I'm going to try to go at like three in the afternoon because that's probably like the best time. You know what I mean? Like on a Tuesday, seems like probably the best time to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you walk up and it's in, when people say like lives will never be the same again, you know, yeah. it's one of those things where you are standing on a piece of tape that is to your point, like six feet apart from, you know, the person in front of you, um, you're let in and like, you know, groups of three, essentially, mm. um, three at a time, you are sanitizing your basket as soon as you yeah. walk in. And once you're in the store, like, for, at least from my perspective, there was no music playing. Everyone is like, already anxiety on, ridden on the edge. You're trying to oh. shop for your groceries. You're thinking, has someone touched this? Like, and then you're trying to stay six feet apart from like fellow humans who you would mm-hmm. never give that thought to in any other circumstance. Right. And so, uh, and that you can only take two per, you know, whatever item you're buying, which is totally yeah. understandable. And it's, so that is where the anxiety comes from. I think, yeah. Because it's like, this is like, I can't even going to the grocery store is like a, it's, it's this ordeal that I never thought about before. I agree completely. And it's just, it's weird being out in the world. And I was walking around my neighborhood and it, at the end of my block, there's a community center that's a daycare, um, which so that's obviously been closed for weeks. And I was walking around at one point last week and I was thinking, gosh, when I had been thinking recently, you know, I've been craving more quiet and we, we don't live in in the city, but we live in a, you know, an area that gets a, a decent amount of traffic on the street and we have sidewalks and things like that. But I was, I just had this thought, I was like, oh, universe, this is not what I meant when I said I was craving more quiet. It was just weird. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I was like, not what I was asking for, but to just, it's so quiet. There's hardly any cars on the street. And even, you know, I'll see our neighbors outside and just talking to each other from across the street and not going over to each other's yard or, you know, yeah. a couple weeks ago, we were headed out on a Friday night and, you know, ended up in a neighbor's backyard having a glass of wine together. Well, that was probably two weeks ago to the, to the day. And I'm like, well, we can't do that anymore. Yesterday, we just shouted across the street at each other. Yeah, I'm it's doing wine nights with friends on FaceTime now. It's- yes, I know. I just thought <laughs> one of my friends is doing it tonight at 530. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Totally. And it's, I mean, to your point about, you know, the lack of cars and stuff. I mean, imagine, like I said, like I'm literally in like the heart of Hollywood. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're familiar with this area, but I live right by Hollywood and Highland, which is like where they do the Oscars. And it's kind of like oh my the center of everything. And like the Walk of Fame, right, is like a block away. And uh, it's packed with people 24-7. And huh. I had to walk, like I went to Walgreens the other day to get something that's right there. And um, there was like, I literally counted four other people. And it was so eerie. And I think like, I consider myself to be pretty introverted as of late. Um, And this is like really caused me to reassess that because I'm like, I, maybe I'm not as introverted as I thought. Like I, I miss going out with friends and, you know, being able to do the things that I can't do right now. And yeah, it's, it's such a interesting time for sure. Yeah, it is. And so we were talking earlier about, you know, what did I do last Sunday when I was like really starting to dip into the red? And what I've had to do is just bring that stuff into every day. You know, it can't be 
I can't wait until I start to freak out because I have to go to the grocery store and it's such a weird, surreal experience. It has to happen every day so that I can go to the grocery store and it doesn't feel as bad as I know it could. Yeah. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I think, you know, we've touched a little bit upon the idea of, you know, stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, But what, what advice do you have for people you just from like your own personal perspective Mm -hmm. to help people cope with some of that stress and that anxiety? Because I know we talked about like the exercise thing and, you know, there's various self-care things, but are, do you have any specific strategies or tips for people that just don't know what to do? Yeah. I mean, I would say first and foremost, like be so gentle and so kind to yourself right now. You know, there is an adjustment period and, you know, everybody that you can see that talks about how to get through this says routine. And I include myself in that routine is super, super, super important. And you might not be there yet. If this is your first week of working from home and your kids are home and, 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 and just give yourself the grace to mess it up, you know, give yourself the grace to not do it perfectly. Give yourself the grace to, you know, if you yell at your kid, apologize. If you're late for a call, apologize. But, you know, everybody is trying to figure out what to do right now. And I trust, you know, some folks that I know on the, on the West coast, specifically Seattle area, they're weeks ahead of us. I'm on the East coast. They have settled into this and they're back to, you know, business as usual for whatever that means. But at least on the East Coast or wherever you are, if you're not there yet, give yourself the grace to let that be okay and work towards setting a routine. So I haven't changed. You know, I'm still getting up at the same time during the week. I'm still having, you know, I have the first hour of my day is kind of sacred and that's when I meditate and I just, you know, I get a shower slowly. I get dressed slowly. I have a family member that lives in Florida. She and I usually have a phone call, um, every morning. So that's, that's been a real touchstone to just have that routine stay the same. But then during the day, you know, a lot of the outside the house stuff that I'm doing is networking related. That's obviously not happening right now. So what can I read or what can I watch or what can I listen to that is going to boost me? I normally listen to podcasts when I'm in the car. Well, I haven't been in the car for a week and a half. So how do I still get to listen to these podcasts that really fill me up? Well, I'm going to make space for that in my day. So really just that combination of giving yourself grace, being super kind to yourself, you know, hopefully giving everyone around you some grace too, while you're working towards getting into that routine, I think are the two biggest things that you can possibly do. Yeah. It's so funny that you mentioned podcasts because I'm a podcast junkie. I'm not, you know, not just a host. I love to listen to podcasts Um, and my commute to work and my, you know, the, the, I don't know, being in my car is usually my time to do that. Um, and so to your point, I'm like backlogged on all these different shows I listen to. And I was like, okay, first things to go, political podcast. Don't need mm-hmm. that right now. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking like, okay. And then I'm like discovering more, you know, spirituality, self-care podcasts. Cause I'm like, this is actually what I need to fill my soul. And so yeah. I'm taking those on my walks and, you know, yeah, finding, yeah, finding time to, to listen to those. Um, any tips or advice for people that might be struggling financially right now? That is such a tough one. Um, so I have heard that most of the major mortgage companies have an application. So if you're a homeowner, most of them, a friend of mine is actually in transition. He just bought a new house, hasn't sold his old house yet. That's obviously not something that most people can afford to do. So he's applying for mortgage abatement for, I think you can do three months, um, right now. So if your mortgage company does not have that yet and you're a homeowner, keep an eye out for that. Um, something I saw, I think this was from Tara McMullen. Um, she had shared, you know, think about the things that you're good at, but you don't love to do maybe offer them as a service. Um, you know, and I've thought about that for myself, like, look, if I need to offer a service of interview coaching or resume writing for a while, because that's something I need to, you know, bring money into my business, that's something that I can do. So look around if you are an entrepreneur, what are the things that you can do? 
but you don't necessarily love to do? And is there a service for that that you can offer to people in need right now um, and bring in a little extra revenue? And, you know, if you're being furloughed, if you're being laid off, I know, um, you know, it's, it's really tough. I know there's a waiting period even now with all the changes, there's still going to be a waiting period for unemployment, things like that. You know, reach out to family. I would say, don't hesitate, you know, reach out where you can, um, you know, look for organizations. One of the things I'm doing, you know, when they started closing schools, I started keeping, keeping an eye on local food pantries. Cause I know that schools are a lot of, a lot of kids. It's the only meal that they get. So look for things like that in your neighborhood. Almost every area that I've seen has had support groups pop up on Facebook that are offering resources. So, you know, that's free. Hop onto Facebook, do a search for some groups, look for folks in your local neighborhood, see if you can go to a food pantry, see if there's, um, you know, any organizations that are offering support for people in times of need. And, you know, just keep reaching out and keep connecting. And if you need any help finding free resources, I mean, I'm, I'm always open to a direct message anywhere on any kind of social media, but it's, the financial thing is real. Um, and I would say that's definitely the thing that sends me into a spiral even more than, than the health crisis of all of it is like, what is this going to look like on the other side? So my heart goes out to the financial struggles right now. Yeah, for sure. I'm right there with you. Um, so I've personally tried to see this as a time for personal reflection uh, as much as possible. And I'm curious to know what sort of things are you personally reflecting on? And what have, if you don't mind sharing, what have those reflections led you to? Yeah. So a lot is what you said, you know, really curating the information that I feed myself. So what podcast am I going to skip right now? Brene Brown just launched a podcast. That one goes right at the top of the rotation every time there's an episode that comes out. So really looking for, um, what do I want to consume? Um, and another thing I've been really focused on is keeping promises to myself. You know, movement, that's something that's been on my list for a long time is something that I want to do. And it's, it's a commitment that I do not honor to myself. And right now it's a priority. So how do I keep that commitment? Um, I have a friend that is amazing at sending uh, snail mail. And one of the commitments I wanted to make is to do that more for her. So Last time I went to the grocery store, I stocked up on some cards so that I can send them to her. It's, it's a promise to myself. So really working on looking at my own integrity. I say I want to read more, yet it's so easy to watch HGTV for eight hours. So how am I going to carve out time to read? So my eye-opening has been all of the places that I'm not keeping my own promises to myself. And what is that impact outside of myself? I mean, look, anytime I'm, I'm mad at anybody what I know time and time again, and what I've just been reminded of again very recently is that the work is always my own. Um, I can yell at my husband and tell him everything he needs to change, but the work is always my own. So I'm really getting clear on the areas that I'm not keeping those commitments to myself and I'm trying to do better. Amen to that. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is the, I know this is a really big question, but hmm. what, what do you think is the greater lesson for humanity in all of this? Hmm. I really think that the world needs to slow down. I mean, I've been beating the drum of, you know, breaking the cycle of busyness for a long time. Um, but I think the planet as a whole, and I hate to, you know, I don't want to say that this pandemic is a good thing. And I don't mean that in any way, shape or form. But I hear the stories of, you know, the pollution in China is measurably less. And the canals in Italy have dolphins and, you know, just all of the things. And and I know there's so much tragedy that's going to come out of this. And I also firmly believe that on the other side, there's not going to be business as usual. It is going to look very differently. Um, Kelly and I, Kelly's my podcast co-host. We talked about this just last week. You know, 
we firmly believe that the face of business is going to change. And it's going to change because a lot of companies are going to say, oh, we can actually offer this remote work that all of our people have been asking for for so long. Or, you know, we do need to bring people together for a meeting at least once a quarter because we need that connection. But I feel like the global lesson is really that we are, you know, we're all in this together. Um, you know, borders, countries, whatever, at the end of the day, we're all humans. We're all in this together. And I think globally, we just need to take a beat and we just need to pause and take a breath and maybe recognize what's really important. Like, do I hate looking at my retirement accounts right now? Uh-huh, I sure do. And at the end of the day, I'm healthy. My family is healthy. My loved ones are healthy. You know, I, I'm okay. And that's really how I've been centering myself. Even this morning, you know, I woke up feeling much more anxious than I had, you know, yesterday and the day before. And I just had to come back to the fact that nothing has changed. Right now, I am okay. Right now, I'm just as healthy, just as safe, just as held as I was yesterday. And that's still true today. And I hope that the world at large can really start to see, you know, it's okay to slow down. It's okay to love each other. It's okay to, you know, recognize that at the end of the day, we're all a lot more alike than different. Yeah. And I think like the uncertainty that you alluded to is such a big thing, right? Like it's mm -hmm. that forward projecting into the future and the worry and the, oh my God, what's going to happen? And like, mm -hmm. we don't know, like literally nobody knows. Right. Yep. And so I guess if you really want to break it down, like that's life, right? Like we, yeah. nev we never really know. And so yeah. for me, that's kind of the reminder in all of this. It's like, okay, because I worry a lot, you know, I'm anxious, I stress, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, wh where has that gotten me? Like literally the entire world is, you know, facing a pandemic right now and we're, mm -hmm. you know, we're trying to cope with that. And it's, that's, that's really what life is every day. We just don't, mm -hmm. you know, we're not on lockdown, but there's uncertainty in every moment of our lives. And I think if you... I don't know if you stop to really pause and reflect on like, what does that mean? Um, I don't know. I think there's, there's some good questions in there to be asking. I agree. And I think that it's, you know, to your point, you're exactly right. The only certainty is change and we just, it's not in our face, you know, right now it's in our face. It's yep. literally everywhere. You can't, you can't avoid the fact that everything is changing every five minutes right now, but it's not all that different in quote unquote, like regular times. It's just that we can avoid it a little bit more easily. And now we're being forced to confront the uncertainty that is just the way things are. Yeah. And everything to your point is in our face, right? So yeah. it's not just that it's like healthcare, which has uh -huh. been an issue on the uh -huh. forefront for a while, but like here it is like right in our faces and like yep. in income inequality and like yep. all of these things that we've been, you know, lamenting on for <laughs> all these years as a society. Uh -huh. And it's like, okay, well here you say you want to do something about it. Here we go. Here's, here's your chance. Here's your chance. And so mm -hmm. I think that there's, you know, some real opportunity there from a you know, political perspective and all of that. Like, let's. I hope. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I try not to stay too optimistic in that realm, but yeah. you know, I, I don't lose faith either. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to do my. I just filled out my application to get a, a ballot by mail. Our primary in Pennsylvania is, I think, it's April 28th, and I was like, oh, I'm not missing that. <laughs> oh, Pennsylvania hasn't had their primary yet. I didn't know. We have that. not. Oh, we gosh. have not. Yeah, I know. That's so, crazy. Uh, I'll get my ballot by mail. I know it's going to be very weird. I mean, I, I am betting that at the end of April, we're still going to be in a very similar situation. So I'm just, yeah, you probably. know, I'm going to make sure that I can do the thing totally. that needs to be done. Yeah. Actually, California primary this year was really interesting because I think this is the first year that I've ever like voted where I felt like my vote, my vote actually mattered that because typically awesome. like being in a blue state, you're like, eh, whatever, like it's going to be whatever it is. But, um, you know, with the primary stuff in particular this year, I was like, wow, like this is like, I can, I can have a voice. It was really cool. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I left the last election and I was like, can I go back? <laughs> 
can I do, can I pull that lever again? Can I do this again? But they don't let you do that. It turns out (laughs) (laughs) they do not. Ah, It's a bummer. Um, so uh, we think, I think we alluded to this a moment ago, but I wanted to kind of circle back and talk about, uh, I know that there's a lot of people that are probably wondering what they can do to help. And I'm Mm -hmm. curious to know if you have any suggestions in terms of resources or ways that people may be able to give back or help those that are in need. Yeah. So number one, if you can buy small, um, you know, buy the gift cards, you know, again, if this is, I'm speaking to the people that are financially able now. And I think this really actually links beautifully back to the people that aren't financially able. So look for the people in your community that are struggling, you know, go to those same Facebook groups, offer to be help, you know, put some bags of canned goods on your porch to, um, you know, have somebody picked up, you know, sanitize and put some wipes out, you know, give someone toilet paper if they don't have it. But Look for those ways to be a helper. So buy local when you can. You know, if you're able to get a takeout meal from a local restaurant, buy gift cards to places that you know you're going to patronize when we're allowed to go back to them. You know, if you're great at technology, look at a place where you can help people that are learning to work from home. Um, There's a great person that also has a podcast. Her name's Claire Pelletro, and she just put a Zoom video out on Facebook yesterday because she filmed it to teach her family how to use Zoom. And I was so grateful because all of the Folks that I knew that are strong in technology right now are supporting people that aren't. So what is something that you feel that you can contribute? Everybody has something and just find a place to give it back. There's so many ways that you can help people right now, even if it's just, you know, checking in on someone, you know, asking your elderly neighbor if they if they need groceries, you know, round up your grocery bill if your supermarket offers that. Make a monetary donation. Um, I've seen the Red Cross is starting to advertise. Go donate blood plasma, anything like that, if you can, like there's so many opportunities. I'm a huge, um, so if you really knew me, you would know that I love the housewives and I am team Bethany Frankel from the beginning and her charity be strong is doing, um, virus kits with wipes and sanitizer and water and delivering them to healthcare workers, you know, send pizzas to your local hospital. There's just, there's so, so many ways to do something right now. That's awesome. I, are you just New York housewives? <laughs> oh, no, all of them. Okay. Every, you, I, there is not a franchise that I do not love. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so uh, my friends like always get so mad at me because I'm not. I have never gotten into New York, but I love um, Atlanta. I love Beverly yeah. Hills and Orange mm-hmm, County. I'm mm-hmm. from Orange County originally, so that for me was like you know the coolest thing ever when that first season yeah. started. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I, I love to learn little things like that about people. I love all the housewives. It's great, and I actually I've gotten my like. My most proud accomplishment of 2019 is that I've gotten my husband on board with Below Deck. <laughs> Another show my friends keep recommending, and I just haven't. Oh, watch it, Sean. It's so okay, good. Okay, okay. So so good. I actually had like a Vanderpump Rules marathon the other day because yes! I just like that to me is like a lot of fun, and it's so mindless and so mm-hmm. like strangely enough for me. So like they they hang out and work in West Hollywood, which is where like yeah. when I go out, that's typically where I go. And so it was like this weird, like cathartic experience for me because I felt like I was out at all these places yeah. that I would usually go to, even though I wasn't like, it was really cool actually. Like I have to say that it was like, so cool. yeah, it was a really cool experience. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of stuff too, that I'm just like mindlessly, you know, mm-hmm. watching. And it's, it's such a, uh, it's such a nice break from, you know, the stress and the chaos. And again, yeah. we're fortunate enough to be in a position where we can, have that those mindless moments and i know there's a lot of people that are struggling and you know yeah so thank you so much but everybody can step outside into the sun like really you know no matter how bad things are and look i woke up this morning and the last thing i want to do is take myself for a walk and i still haven't done it today but i'm gonna do it at some point and and you're gonna feel so much better when you do it yeah for sure exactly so no matter how bad things are financially like you can always step out and put your face to the sun 
Yeah. Laura, I love talking to you so much. Thank Back you. Thank you so much for taking this time. Um, I'm obviously wishing the best for you and your family and your loved ones. Um, please remind us how we can connect with you if someone wants to reach out. Yeah, absolutely. So all my corporate work is at laurahecock.com. Um, the podcast is doing good business. And um, I also run the personal development blog, Kind Over Matter. So all the Instagram stories I mentioned are all under Kind Over Matter. So any of those places, I'm always thrilled to connect. And plug your podcast. Yeah, Doing Good Business. We're on Instagram, LinkedIn, and doinggoodbusiness.com. And you can listen to us all the places that you listen to podcasts. And actually, it's funny, our we do a monthly theme, and our theme for April is humor. And I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, we still need to release these episodes because I <laughs> totally. think we could all use a little bit of that right now. Totally. For more information, please visit thinkoutsidethelines.com.